forget ourselves, we must give ourselves away. Lincoln here from Turn to Burn and welcome to another Divine Downloads. This is FamtyFamily.com's Biblical Muse for the Confused, where we mentor biblically literate males to explore challenging spiritual issues to make your family strong. We're grateful for your attention today on this interesting topic of the gospel and self-preservation and we are exploring this with the biblical anchor of Matthew 16 verse 25. The gospel teaches that we preserve ourselves by giving our safety to Yahweh in service to others. In a Bible study session that we had on forgiveness, the topic of protecting ourselves financially by not lending people money who have a bad credit history with us was raised. Now this seems like a wise strategy. After all, it's the ones that worldly banks use. However, as James 3, as James teaches in James 3 verse 15, we must live by heavenly wisdom as earthly wisdom corrupts. Some people believe that even where we quote-unquote forgive someone who owes us money, that it's financially irresponsible to lend them again as we will not get the money back. The main challenge, challenge with this mindset is that it's centered on the money and less on the mortal. However, the scriptures teach a more people-oriented and less neoclassical or self-centered approach to lending. Yahweh, the father of Christ, the national Hebrew deity of the Bible, is more interested in the soul of your offender, quote-unquote, than your money, see 2 Peter 3 verse 9. We are commanded to give brethren money when they ask us and we have it. Let's say if we have money and they ask us, we are commanded not to lend them but to give. You can see that in Proverbs 3.27 and Matthew 5 verse 42. Now beyond Solomon's command in Proverbs 3.27-28, Jesus doesn't command us to lend to each other but to give. Now as an aside, if you have budgeted and there is no rigor rule to give, this seems a justifiable no to the borrower as technically you don't have the money to give. Giving is more loving than lending. We can encourage our families, we can encourage our, 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 those in our, under our sphere of influence to understand that giving is more loving than lending. However, Yahweh strongly condemns the one who abuses givers. You can see Proverbs 25, 22, as well as Romans 12, 20. We're also commanded to forgive brethren 70 times. See Matthew 18, 22. So we are to continuously forgive brethren their debts, which include financial loans. Jesus laid the foundation for this selfless approach from in Matthew 16, verse 25. He taught that those who are materially driven give away their soul, and those who are spiritually given, driven gain their soul. So to preserve our life, we can teach our family that we must lose it, sort of like Abraham and Isaac sacrificed in the book of Genesis. 
Jesus told his sect, his family, that despite being the commander of heavenly armies, you can see Joshua 5, 14, Revelation 19, 11 to 16, he was vulnerable and ready to experience the most painful and embarrassing death. And you can see Matthew 16, 21. Peter strongly reprimanded and censored and scolded Jesus. Now Jesus cut him off mid-sentence and commanded Satan, note that Jesus spoke to the root cause of Peter's challenge, to depart from him because he entertains material and selfish concerns beyond divine concerns, see Matthew 16, 23. Now Peter's materiality caused him to surrender his soul to Satan in that moment and Jesus was justifiably stern with him as the leader of his spiritual family. So we're making the point that as the leader of the spiritual family, Jesus was stern with Peter, recognizing that Peter was materially driven instead of spiritually driven. And this is a kind of example for us as males. Peter was more concerned about Jesus' material preservation than Yahweh's mission for him despite the suffering he would face. So one gospel and kingdom principle is in conflict and sufferings face to elevate Yahweh's will above our material preservation and that of our brethren. So in the face of conflict and in the face of suffering, we must elevate Yahweh's will above our own material preservation and that of our brethren. See Revelation 12 verses 11. someone you know are interested in buying, selling, or investing in real estate in Naples, Florida. Give Rashid Willesley a call at 239-207-2955. That's 239-207-2955. Welcome back to another episode, another segment of Divine Downloads, FamilyFamily.com's Biblical News for the Confused. We're continuing on this topic of the gospel and self-preservation. We're making the main point that Jesus teaches that, the, that to gain ourself, quote-unquote, we must give ourselves away. And we ended the previous segment on the topic that in the face of conflict, in the face of suffering, we must elevate the will of Yahweh above our material preservation and that of our family, that of our brethren. And we anchor that in Revelation 12, verse 11. They conquered the, the, the serpent by the blood of the Lamb, the power of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the death. Now, this is where martyrs are distinct from churchians. To apply this to the self-preservation and protection question, we see Jesus commanding us to value people beyond money. Job 22:25 teaches that the man or woman who is intimate with Yahweh treats him like legal tender more than gold or silver. Yahweh is the believer's currency. As our pastor says here at, uh, in our ministry at Ark International Ministry, we spend favor more than money. 
In Revelation, we see that ultimately earthly wealth is trivial, as heaven's citizens use the purest gold as asphalt, see Revelation 21.21. Now, roads in ancient times weren't as developed as they currently are for many modern Westerners. So this comparison was an extreme way of John teaching of John teaching of the utter triviality of something many hold so dear, gold, relative to Yahweh and his son's presence captured in Revelation 20 21, verse 22 to 24. Now when faced with a financially irresponsible person seeking money, here is an opportunity to serve this person. Here are some options that one can use to be wise and still harmless. This is very important. We, we teach our families, we mentor our families as males how to operate around, how to operate financially around financially irresponsible people. Now, if we can, we can offer to pay the money directly to whoever they owe rather than giving them cash, which we know irresponsible people can detour to other uses. We've already said that you could say no if you can say no to a request for money if you have budgeted it for other purposes. That's just a kind of no. Now, we can find out another so that one option we gave is to pay the money directly to the purpose that the person, the, the debtor that the person has, rather than giving them the cash to pay to the debtor. We can also find out a little bit more about their financial situation as when someone asks for money. That's an invite for you to examine their financial habits, less from the viewpoint of repaying you, but more from concern about their well-being. We know if you go to a bank, if you go to any financial intermediary, you ask for a loan, you ask for credit card, you ask for any form of credit, they're going to run your entire history, your blood type, you know, where you were born, like whatever. They're going to, they have the right now to, they have the right to get information about your background about your spending habits, etc., to see if you're a good credit risk. And they're doing that from the standpoint of a financial concern. We're saying here, from a messianic standpoint, we have a concern for people's souls. And one of the ways we can see how people are, how we can see people's heart is through what they spend money on. And that is our concern, your heart and your eternal well-being. And we can look at someone's eternal, their, their spiritual state, to how they spend or use money. I believe Jesus says, if you cannot be trusted with the, the, the with material things, how can we trust you with the spiritual things? And we can also direct this person to your church's benevolent fund if your church has one for assistance. We don't want to just say no to avoid the cost of serving them financially. And then our brother and sister ends up evicted or going to a loan shop will violate and enslave them even worse. We want to know if they have addictions, example, alcoholism, gambling, if they have porn addictions, drugs, that enslave them financially, etc. If the person is a Christian, it's your responsibility to, and passion to serve them, see John 13, 34 to 35. If, however, we refuse to lend or give because this person is a quote-unquote repeat offender, who has financially violated us and we cannot change that view of them, we are walking in unforgiveness. And Matthew 6 verse 12, which is where Yahweh will forgive us in the same way we forgive others. And Matthew 18 verse 35, which is where forgiveness begins with our change of heart to the offender, those will apply. Thank you.
Lincoln here from Turn to Burn. Thank you for coming to the end of another Manliness Rally with us. If you need assistance in implementing and executing or following through on the proposals, on the suggestions, on the hints that we gave you today, we encourage you to visit us at famtfamily.com and to sign up for one of our Messianic programs. We also encourage you to join our Facebook family or at our Facebook handle, famtstrong. You can also email us at connect at famtfamily.com. And can encourage you to have a great day today, crushing effeminacy. Why rob God in this world of you and your family? And until next time, be nuclear.